This episode of the WW Review is sponsored by DVC-Rental.com and BuyAndSellDVC.com. Welcome to the WW Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Stacy Nyman. Stacy, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Very good. Stacy, we're joined by a guest co-host today because Peter Ponacorvo is still on vacation. He's still in Florida looking for his future home, and we're incredibly jealous. Yes. But in his place, we've got Eric Cantor from Expedition Roasters. Eric, how are you? Very good, thanks. Excellent. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show today, I actually know you both came back from really nice vacations, or I should say really long vacations at Walt Disney World, correct, guys? Yes. Yes. All right. Before we not, get... Not together, though. We weren't no, no. together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Asterisk, <laughs> footnote. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, Stacy, we've got a big trip report with you coming up, and I want to talk a little bit about yours today, but I want to talk about Eric's vacation as well. So... Yeah. Eric, before we even start any of the show today, let's get into a little bit of the details, if you don't mind sharing. So so you went to Walt Disney World. You went to Florida on vacation, correct? Uh, yeah. We uh, we went down there for uh, about two weeks, but weren't in the parks for the full two weeks. Okay. Where'd you stay? Uh, our We first hit up, actually, uh, Universal for, uh, for two days, and we were at Cabana Bay. Nice. And, and then... Yeah, then we went over to uh, to Disney World, and we stayed at the Boardwalk Inn, which was the first time we were at that hotel. Cool. So you stayed at Boardwalk Inn for, like, well past a week. You were there for, for 10 days or so, correct? Uh, no, actually, it was only about, let's see, it was five days. We got there Monday night. We checked in uh, after Universal's uh, little two-day trip, and then uh, we were leaving on Friday. So we actually only had three days in the park, and then we visited family down in, uh, in South Florida for the other week. Ah, uh, okay, okay, so you're visiting family. Okay, cool. So... When you were down there, is every vacation at Walt Disney World for you, is that a chance to break away and recharge? Or is every vacation now like a working vacation for you? Uh, it's it's become more of a working vacation. We were down there uh, to try and meet up with uh, some people we're doing some uh, collaborations with. And, you know, of course, just, you know, trying to enjoy ourselves a little bit. But it, it still was half work and uh, and half play. Okay. What was your best experience when you were down there? Can you and it, and it could be dining, it could be anything. Well, give me your best experience. Uh, it actually the best experience actually came from a worst experience, and uh, that was getting three uh, magical fast passes uh, at the Magic Kingdom because of issues we had all week. Okay, so you had issues all week, and was it they they just assigned them to you at the boardwalk when you went to the concierge, or how did you acquire them? Uh, it was actually at the uh, guest services at the Magic Kingdom gate. Uh, we had trouble with our tickets and the Magic Band's not syncing every day. Even went to the concierge at the hotel. Uh, and like I said, everyone said, oh, it, it worked. The next day we'd get to the park. Hey, you can't get in. You got no tickets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, we'd, and then we'd stand in line at guest services for an hour and, and, and waste our time there. Oh my gosh. So I, my next question is obviously, what's your worst experience? So literally, <laughs> literally wasting an hour every day at guest services is the worst experience, correct? 
Correct. <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating. Stacy, did you have any any experience with like your magic bands not syncing up or anything? Yes. You yes, too? yes. Uh-huh. Every every day um either Scott's or my magic band wouldn't get us into our rooms. So it was just I mean and this has been several trips now. Like it's just so frustrating. That's how we actually got club level on the last vacation because he had spent so much time at the front desk each day trying to get this fixed that they upgraded us to club level because of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a problem. It really is. It's frustrating. Um, wow. I, I hadn't heard of this being is, 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 I guess an epidemic is not, that's the wrong word, but hearing you two with just two recent vacations <laughs> having similar fast pass frustration. Wow. So yeah, Eric, tell me what was your best dining experience down there? Uh, probably in, uh, Disney Springs. Okay. Uh, that's, what we did really any any dining usually in, in the park we were just you know kind of bopping around and whatnot and uh just picking up some quick service uh but down in disney springs uh we hit up a couple places so uh so it's always good there what was your what was the restaurant give me give me one place that you had to repeat if you were down there right now what, what would you repeat uh probably boathouse wow you went to the big name <laughs> yeah yeah you know we don't go to that often down there so uh so we had to <laughs> Stacy, what was your number one dining experience when you were down there? Um, I see. I have a tie. I'll save one of them though for my trip report show. But I guess the big surprise of my trip was the Grand Floridian Cafe. Um, we just kind of went on a whim with a group of friends that were down there at the same time, and they convinced us to head over, and it was just spectacular. So that's definitely one that we're going to repeat again. Okay. I, you know, that actually hasn't gotten a lot of love really anywhere. So No, it, oh. that's why it was so surprising. We we loved it. I mean it was the it was it's one of my top favorites now. Okay. Well before we get into the actual part of the show that I actually you know, I wanna kinda throw at you guys today, or at least throw at Eric, you guys up for a little bit of a three word game here and uh, we can talk about some of the things going on in Disney. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So so Eric, in case you haven't heard before, so essentially I'm gonna give you a word or, you know, a subject matter, and you'll have three words to respond. They could be in a sequence, they could be standalone, but this kind of helps, you know, fill out our ideas and, 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 and you know, kind of learn more about you as well, too. So let's start off with, uh, first off, this is going to be an easy one, and it's a two-parter. My first question is, name me your favorite resort, and then describe it in three words. Okay, so that's a two-part question. So name me the favorite resort, and then go give me three words on it. So, so ladies first. Stacey, you want to go first on that? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, so my favorite resort is Coronado Springs. Um, and my three words would be clean, themed, and beautiful. Okay. Eric, how about you? Uh, the resort would be Polynesian, okay. and uh, three words would be tropical, monorail, and fireworks. Wow, I think Peter would be proud nice. of you. Our, uh, <laughs> our missing host, that's, that's, it. that's his hood. That's where he loves to hang out. <laughs> All right, so let's jump around here. So how about Pandora? Give me three words, and we'll go Eric first. Uh, hmm. Didn't get to do much in Pandora, unfortunately, because of all the time we spent online trying to fix our tickets. Okay, so so if you, so, I had really zero experience besides just walking through it. Okay, Stacy, how about Pandora? Flight of Passage. Okay, 
I guess you went with the headliner there. <laughs> How about now? I know Toy Story Land wasn't open in your time when you guys were down there, but you've seen pictures at this point, and you kind of get an idea of what it is. And you kind of saw the outside potentially if you were at the park. So let's do Toy Story Land, Stacy. Okay. Um, theming, food, family. Eric. Uh Slinky Dog and Big. <laughs> big. Okay, good. That is that's what's drawing everybody is the Slinky yeah. Dog coaster. All right, how about we do one we're all familiar with? World Showcase. And let's do you, Eric. World Showcase. Give me three words to describe World Showcase for you. Uh Lands. Uh Walking. Okay. And uh, thrills. Okay. Stacy. Oh, gosh, I have four words. Nope. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me, let me try to get this down. This is not um, the four-word show, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No kids excited. And I, can I explain? Oh, you have to. that doesn't really, it yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're going to have to explain sense. this one. <laughs> I love going there with my kids, but you never get to really see much because, you know, you're just kind of running from Kid Cot Station to Kid Cot Station and spending a lot of money on souvenirs. So in um, I'm, I'm excited to one day explore in depth without kids with us. You're going to have that chance pretty soon, next January. I was hoping, but I, I don't think we're going to have park tickets, so okay. we're going to have to wait for another time. And that's okay. There'll be lots of times. All right. Let's jump a couple more here. Disney Springs. Stacy. Um crowded, hot, fun. Crowded, hot, fun. Eric, <laughs> no. Disney Disney Springs. Uh new shopping and eating. Okay. Two more here. The Florida Summer Heat. And of course, we're all northerners here at this point, so the Florida Summer Heat. Eric, you want to describe it? Sure, I have to prerequisite that I did live in South Florida for six years, though. So okay, so so you're kind of you got a little experience then. Uh, surface of the uh, that's too too many words. You're close. Surface of sun. <laughs> Stacy, punch in face. It, it is. You're both so right, isn't it? Though I will I will defend that by saying Chicago recently, Eric has felt like Florida, and Stacy will back me up. It's been consistently above 90 degrees and consistently yeah. above 75 degrees humidity for the last how long stacy two three weeks it seems a long time it, yeah it feels like florida up here so we're yeah we we've got your same weather here in jersey we you know you just spread it right across to us so yeah, we, just, we shared it with everybody <laughs> all right you ready to go we got two more okay yeah here we go construction at disney eric no fun boo <laughs> Stacy, I'm going to go kind of the opposite and say no big deal. <laughs> oh, interesting. So give me the no big deal because I would completely side with Eric in this situation. When I'm driving around, there's construction everywhere. What's, what's the no oh, big deal? Oh, you know, I guess I wasn't thinking about traffic-wise. I was thinking about it in the, in the parks and resorts. Um, I just kind of ignore it when I'm in the parks and resorts, but that's just kind of my personality to begin with. I sometimes can just oversee things okay. but yeah um i didn't really notice the traffic either but that's we were taking disney transportation all the time so it didn't really okay bother us too much 
All right, and based on your first answer, I'd like to get your feedback on this, Eric. The Boardwalk Resort. Uh, beautiful, food, and relaxing. Oh, you liked it. It was a hit then for you, huh? Yeah, it, it was wonderful. And that was your first experience at Boardwalk, was staying here right now? Yeah, it's one of the few hotels we haven't stayed at. Okay, so let's then, after the polity, where would you rank Boardwalk in terms of the resorts? Would it be right behind it, or is it middle of the pack? Where would you rank it? Uh, I would probably say third. Okay. Well, give I'd me probably number... put yeah, contemporary ahead of it. Contemporary, yeah. okay. Did you take a picture with those creepy chairs? Uh, no. Like I said, we, we passed them many times, and every time we'd walk <laughs> by, my kid's like, there they are. Exactly. <laughs> So the elephant up there by uh, on the fireplace, right by the chairs, is an elephant that looks like a hotel, and that was a real landmark. It's obviously it's a it's a it's a little paper mache version. Um, I do know this, or I I, I I hope to the heavens I got this right. That, that elephant's called Lucy. And yes, it is. Aww. The reason I know that is my daughter's named Lucille. So absolutely, I point that out every time we walk through that, that lobby, like a terrible father. Uh, Stacy, the Boardwalk Resort, bucket list resort. Oh, you've never stayed. We haven't, no. Oh, man. Yes. So that was like the third or fourth resort that we stayed in. And it's loud at nighttime. It can be a little like raucous, but mm-hmm. it, it is. It's fun. It's fun like no other resort is designed that way. Wouldn't you agree, Eric? I mean, it's there's a, an atmosphere. Yeah, and a there's always something going on. I mean, it's like because I'm used to the, the Jersey Shore and the boardwalk here. And it's I mean, that's what it's based at, after mostly. So, um yeah, it was very similar to that. There's always something going on, performers, you know, on the boardwalk there. And, yeah, there were nights that it was really loud and crazy, and there were other nights that it was actually almost dead silence, so it was kind of weird. Okay. So, you know what? Getting to the, the, the part of our show here, I'm going to do a segue, and I do have a question for you. So, when you're dining at Disney, so, you know, obviously Expedition Roasters, you know, produces great Disney-inspired coffee. When you drink coffee at the Disney resorts... I mean, I mean, do you perceive coffee the same way now that you used to, or like, like, like how? Like, I imagine it must be must be strange because now you're in the coffee business, and then you're at Disney, you're drinking coffee and whatnot. So, so like, what is your mindset when you go there, and you, or do you try to like divorce the fact that okay, I'm in a coffee business, I drink, I'm just drinking the coffee and enjoying the tiramisu, or, or so be it, or or or, or do you, are you not able to do that when you're down there? Uh, it, it depends on my mood. I mean, you know, most of the coffees in the parks are supplied by Joffrey's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really depends where it is. Uh, you know, Starbucks is Starbucks in, in the parks, but, uh, it, the coffee varies from, from place to place, which is what happens when, you know, you don't have control over the brewing process, no matter how good you roast the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a great point. I did see on your website, though, that you're being carried now in a hotel or so across the road from the Disneyland Resort, correct? Yeah, the Howard Johnson's in Anaheim, uh, one of their good neighbor hotels. Uh, we're in their gift shop, as well as their VIP uh, baskets for the rooms. It's just the start, and there'll be more right afterwards, I, I, I bet you. So it's just the start. So congratulations on that, buddy. Yeah, Thank that's you. great. All right, so you want to get into the show, we thought, you know... First off, I'd like to go in and, and put a statement out there that Stacy would verify, correct, Stacy, that I've never had a bad idea on this show, right, Stace? He is the idea guru. This guy. <laughs> okay, Eric. Like like nine <laughs> nine nine percent of my ideas are bad ideas. But so what we thought they're we would not do, bad ideas. <laughs> they're not they're not bad ideas. What I thought they're we, en- they're entertaining ideas. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. I will owe you something later on. That's a good spin on it. Right? 
So we've got this group, and and I know you're part of it, the EdCod group, which is essentially it's 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 the listeners of the show, and it's a great Disney community. And we wanted to pose a question because we thought we could come up with some ideas for you. And I know you've got. So I guess the story is you have how many how many roasts do you have right now? How many flavors, Eric? Uh, right now we got about a dozen available. And you have some seasonal flavors coming up, too, as well. So you have more than a dozen. But, you know, we always thought there might be room on the drawing board for a few more. So some of the Edcott people had some really good suggestions. And for essentially, we want to pitch them to you. And we know that if we do have a good idea that, you know, it could become it's, it, it becomes your property. We're not, uh, you know, claiming any responsibility or any ownership of that. <laughs> but uh, we wanted to read some of the ideas. You up for, uh, I guess, a little... Little uh, brainstorming session will be your think tank. Is that is that cool? Sure, pitch them to me. All right, Stacy, you ready to roll? I'm ready. All right, so how we're going to do this is Stacy's going to read one, then I'll read one, then Stacy read one, and I'll read one. I don't know if Stacy's got a whole lot uh, of her ideas, but because I'm a maniac, and even before I pitched you the idea, I was actually making a short list of ideas to pitch <laughs> you for some time in the future. So, uh, Stacy, you want to start with the first few? While I go and uh, log on and get it up and ready. Yes, absolutely. So I don't have any of my own ideas. I am just the middleman here presenting for (laughs) the the EdCut group. Um, That's just because I don't want to claim anything of of my own and have it beaten down. So you're their official representation. I am the official. I'm the official (laughs) voice of EdCut. So the first one is from Rick Forbes. um, And his idea was the Headless Horseman, which is a chocolate hazelnut and strawberry blend. (laughs) I'm just trying to put the connection together here. Um. With the Headless Horseman? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, so without, without feeling like you're going to offend them, let's do this. How about if you, off the top of your head, can you give us, uh, like, like, I don't want to give a number score, but, but give, us, uh, give us kind of a, a barometric of how that's doing. So how could we do this? Let's say red, yellow, or green. Could we do that? Red for an idea that might not get off the ground. Yellow for maybe and green for one that you like. Would that be okay? Yeah, that sounds good. Can we do that? So let's go to Rick's idea. The Headless Horseman Chocolate, Hazelnut, and Strawberry. Uh, I, I'm, hmm. I'm a big Headless Horseman fan, so I'm going to give it a green. Uh-oh. Rick nice. right now is written from ear to ear. Okay. Um, well, Stacy, you're rolling. Keep rolling then. All right. So the next one comes from Amy Van Swell. And she said she's not much of a coffee drinker because of the caffeine, but she thinks that a Remy French vanilla with hints of vanilla wafers might be nice. Um, we'll give that one a yellow, only because French vanilla is so common. We do pretty try and do some weird flavors and combinations. Okay, and you do have decaffeinated coffee. Absolutely. Okay. So. Okay. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Okay. You let me know when you're ready to, to jump in. No, you're good. The, the next one is Rope Drop Roast. I love that name, Rope Drop Roast, which is espresso and vanilla. That's actually pretty good. I'd give that a green one, and that's, funny enough, been uh, suggested to us before. Because uh, we oh, have, really? you know, yeah, we get uh, calls and emails. I mean, the community has been so great, you know, just the Disney community in general with like, oh, you should make this or that. And that's funny because someone actually named it that. As an espresso. So. Yeah, I love the. I love that. I think that's just really clever. Well, and that was by. Yeah, let's give him props. That's for sure. Sorry, that was by Tyler Duncan Gabbard. Good job, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. That was awesome. Good job, Tyler. 
Should I go to the next one? Absolutely. All right. So this is from our very own B. Thaxton. And wait a minute. She's not giving an idea. She, well, no, she kind of is. She said the headless horseman pumpkin and whipped cream. So she is, um, she's kind of taking the headless horseman also because she didn't see Rick's first when she posted. So she, <laughs> now she says she's changing hers to the Liberty Tavern pumpkin and whipped cream. So gonna, uh, I would say you, you have a pumpkin one coming up, though, don't you? Yes, we have the uh, Pumpkin Spice King, which, of course, is a Jack Skeleton inspired. Oh, I like that. Okay. And that that came out, um, we did that one the year before, and it's, uh, it, it's coming out again. We did a short run last year uh, because we were changing our bags to the new style bags, but this year we'll have it for much longer, period. Okay. Well, let me, I, jump, let me jump in here. With yeah, go for it. James Jamie Price, and he says, My first thought is a chocolate and chili combo. I've tried a couple of beers lately that have chocolate, hazelnut, chili flavors that work really well. You don't really taste the chili. It just adds a tingle to your mouth. Uh, but he's never had it in coffee, which is really interesting. Would you ever consider a flavor that's, like, spicy? Uh, yeah, we actually have, and we've actually had a chocolate chili as, uh, you know, we, we, we work with our uh, with our flavor company, and uh, either they come up with new stuff or we ask them for stuff, and that was one of them. And it, it seems to be coming out more popular in coffee. I'm sure you'll see it elsewhere as well. Interesting. So I would definitely put that one on the green list there. Awesome. We just have to come out with a theme for it. Yeah, that, that, that I think is where it would struggle. So so B kind of pitched the idea of maybe hooking in uh, Mexico, you know, in Epcot, you know, somewhere, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, pe- chili pepper type theme. But uh, Yeah, Aztec or something like that. Didn't get much further than that. All right. And there was a little bit of a plot twist with the Headless Horseman thing. Rick Forbes then um, responded back that he we can call mine the Ichabod Crane. So instead of the Headless Horseman, he changed it to Ichabod Crane, which is it's cute. Um, a cute little plot twist there. All right. And then Tim Benswell came in with um, Jack's, Captain Jack Sparrow Pirates Blend, which would be cherry, coconut, and rum flavor coffee. Very similar to what we have. You know, we have just a straight rum with the redhead rum. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Pirates ones are all, always good. I'd, I'd give that one a yellow one to keep it keep it on the back burner. Okay. So I got Chad Pennycuff. He said, oh, man, the, the night before, I should qualify this, that, that Chad had, a, had an unbelievable post in Edcott, and he just about named everybody in this, in this incredible dialogue. But um, I got next to nothing. Does it have to be coffee? Could it be a soda flavor? Could we cross the Tower of Terror and the Grand Floridian to get a Bloody Mary soda <laughs> poppins? <laughs> or, a, or a pineapple mango-infused tea served with whipped cream on top? The Enchanted Tiki Tea Whip or a Vitamin B12 Enhanced Triple Caffeine Quad Sugar Energy Drink to Infinity and Beyond. And then I think he probably uh, put the, <laughs> fell asleep. Put the computer away <laughs> and fell asleep. There, right? so. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's jump right down to, uh, to Christina Black. She has a good one. The Pistachio Flavored Coffee. No theming, just pistachio, huh? Yeah, we she a- said all. She well, she kind of gave a little bit of a theme. She said, "Always let your coffee be your guide." Pistachio little, flavored coffee. I think it's a little Jimmy. Yeah, Kirk a little Jimmy Crick reference. Yeah, yeah. that uh, that'd be good. And again, we've actually had a pistachio one, so they we would be able to make it. Um, I'd, I'd give that one a green. Well, a lot of green ones today. Yeah, I mean, these are some good ideas, and uh, we get a lot of our ideas from our you know from our fans and customers. Stacey, you up with Emily's? 
Yeah, so Emily had, she wanted to see a line of princess slash character inspired coffees like Belle's French Vanilla, Jasmine's Cardamom, Cardamom and Clove, Aurora's Beauty Sleep, which would of course be decaf, and maybe a macadamia nut for Lilo. Uh, yeah, we've been working on trying to do something with the princesses. You know, of course, we couldn't name them exactly yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, it would have to be just like a princess blend or you know something more vague like that. But uh, but yeah, we we have something in in the, the mix for that, but nothing uh, nothing concrete yet. What about macadamia nut? What would the flavor profile taste for a macadamia nut flavor? Uh, that's something we haven't come up with yet. We'd we'd have to take a look at that and see what our uh, what our flavor gurus uh, can can come up with. You know, I'm trying to picture it because I could imagine pistachio. It's kind of got this little cherryish, almondish taste to pistachio, like pistachio pudding would have. Right. But like macadamia nut, I'm not I'm not drawing a, like a great flavor profile. Though, like you could theme that in so many different ways. That could be Hawaiian. That could be you know Lilo and Stitch. That could be uh, you know uh, um, Adventureland. That could be a bunch of things. So I like that idea and the cardamom and clove. That's really interesting. I would associate those with tea, but I bet you those would make really cool coffees. You know, definitely, you know, as far as Jasmine goes, but, you know, that could also be Adventureland. That could be Aladdin. That's a really interesting combination. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you, you never, you know, sometimes you think of these, oh, that sounds crazy and it actually tastes good, or you're like, oh, that should be pretty good and it tastes awful. But yeah. <laughs> When I you first know, read about your Jungle Skipper's Brew with the banana, exactly. I was like, this is going to be a train wreck. And then I got it, <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. This tastes like I'm, I'm, I'm eating banana cream pie with my coffee. This is amazing. So how about a poly Kona blend? Kona beans aged in rum barrels with pineapple flavor. It's going for a Lapu Lapu type flavor. How does pineapple like uh, work with the coffee? Uh, we've tried it because uh, we wanted to do something like a Dole Whip almost, and it didn't work out too well. I don't know, maybe mixed in so it's not as dominant. It's possible we can just, you know, as more of a hint. Yeah. You know, I have pineapple on my list too, and I kept on thinking if I'm sipping coffee and it's and it's a nice medium roast or a dark roast coffee, and it's smooth. How does the pineapple? Because that's when you eat fresh pineapple, it's sweet and it's tart and it's it's not a soothing fruit as you're eating it. It's it's the word aggressive is completely wrong, but like <laughs> pineapple can like be like a like a wah type fruit. It is it. kind of aggressive, yeah. You know, so I didn't know how that worked with coffee. All right, so you ready for some of my ideas? You ready for some of these? Some of these? Some of these great, great winners here, Eric. Uh, I'm ready. They're all winners, I'm sure. <laughs> all right. So the first one I'm going to do here, I'm going to throw this at you. Some of these have themes, and some of these don't. I thought they'd be nice, interesting flavor profiles, though. How about something like a chocolate peanut butter flavored coffee? Uh, that we actually have. It's not out yet, but uh, it's one of ones we, we've we've tried. Okay, good. See, we're great minds, great minds, Eric. Yeah, right? you and me. How about a salted caramel? flavored coffee uh we actually had one uh back when we were smiling dog coffee uh called caramel retriever um but we do have that flavor in mind for a villain's one excellent oh that'd be good excellent again i had the pineapple but i i i wasn't sure how about maple and cinnamon and we call it you know something along the lines of mickey's waffles but not using the word mickey maple and cinnamon flavor 
Uh, we actually have something in the works. Look at you're, me. You're good. Yes, you're good. Look at me. There is actually something in the works right now. We're collaborating with a uh, with another group, and uh, we're going to be making the coffee for them. But yes, it's it's in that vein. Okay. And maple and cinnamon also reminds me of the Canada Pavilion. Oh, very good. So that would be kind of you know. Very good. How about strawberry cream? And then you could kind of theme it in a 1900 Park Fair, because, Stacy, you're a big strawberry cream, right? Strawberry soup. Kind strawberry of soup, yes. Right? How about a strawberry yes, cream? Yes, love that, flavor? too. How does that work with coffee, though, strawberry? Uh, we've had a chocolate strawberry uh, flavor before, and that, that was good. Okay. Um, so we could probably do something along the line, strawberry with the uh, – so tone it down a little bit with the cream, like in the uh, the banana cream pie that we have for the Skipper's Brew. Okay, okay. Look at I'm just full of I got some more. Hang on. How about <laughs> how about either peppermint or spearmint and dark chocolate? And you could use uh Jiminy Cricket. And my inspiration was obviously it was the grasshopper. It was the drink the grasshopper. But how would chocolate and mint play together? Uh well we do have the dark chocolate and peppermint, which is the uh the happiest brew that ever sailed, which is our winter roast. Okay. But how about spearmint? Spearmint. That might be too overpowering, but yeah, that is kind of strong. Yeah. That is kind of strong. Okay. Um, not even close to being done. Would orange <laughs> taste good in a coffee? Like an orange cream? Like an orange bird type coffee? Uh, we've had that suggested before, the orange bird and doing an orange coffee. Uh, we're waiting actually on samples of the orange to see how that, that tastes. So here's what I couldn't figure out. It's a citrus, and I didn't know how citrus is played. If you said lemons and oranges and grapefruits, again, those those fruits can be can be shocking and not necessarily soothing with the coffee. So I didn't know how that played with the coffee. All right. So I've got a goofy one, and I... I, I it's well, we of, can't call it goofy. So no, you know. we can't call it. <laughs> can't, but it is goofy. Have you ever thought about like having a coffee that would taste like the milk after you eat Fruity Pebbles? That kind of flavor? Uh, yeah, we, we've actually tried one like that, and it was pretty yes. good. We were just deciding what could we do with this. Okay. Like, it was definitely kind of sweet, like our uh, if you've had our uh, Simply Sinful, which is a chocolate raspberry, so it's kind of like a dessert, you know, almost coffee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of in that vein. Well, it's always like the best part of eating Fruity Pebbles is the milk afterwards. So <laughs> I was thinking, how do I use that milk? Could I use that milk and just pour it right into the coffee as my creamer? But I, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> All right. How about how about we do something like Cafe Du Mans Chicory, but we call it Cafe Du Sassagula. I don't know if you can use the word Sassagula. It might be a trademark term. Mm. But it would be a very Louisiana style with chicory. Uh, yeah, that's something we've never thought of or considered before. Although, again, it's it's funny. We've had two suggestions for a chicory coffee in the past, like, two weeks. You sure that wasn't you? No, that was this. Uh, I'm under, emailing know. us under different handles? Well, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't be a little overbearing with I get an idea in my mind. Um, but, okay, there you go. And then I've got some, some ones that I know are bad. But I'm just going to mention them. I'm thinking, like, a peach-coconut combination. Not really sure how those work together. And then I was thinking, you know, grape only because I know the button from the movie <laughs> Up. You know, he's got the grape soda button. But, like, grape and coffee, eh, I, I'm not even convinced myself. Um, would you ever consider something like a root beer combination? And I'll explain why. I just have, I'm a big seltzer water guy. I drink a lot of seltzer water. 
So I picked up this seltzer water that's called Draft Root Beer, and it's made by the Shasta company that, like, like your grandparents used to have cream soda. And mm-hmm. when I tried it, I thought this is going to be horrendous. And I tried it, and I was like, this is the best seltzer water I've ever had in my life. And it tastes just like a great draft root beer, just not sweet. And I thought, well, if this works for seltzer water, could it work for coffee? And it's kind of like a sarsaparilla-type flavor. I don't know how that works with coffee. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. It, it, it might be hard to pull off. Uh, actually, during our visit, we've, of course, went on the Carousel of Progress and that great sarsaparilla scene there. I was yes, like, oh, that's we got to do of. something like John sarsaparilla or something like that. But I wasn't sure how it would work in a coffee. So we haven't explored it any further, but... It's 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 an idea. You th- you thought of that idea though? Yes, I have. Stacy, you see, I got some good I ideas know. today. That's why Where is I Pete? know you, you're amazing. Tell, Someone better tell him I had good ideas. Right. You, you were like shouting eight for at 10. the. I mean, I was pretty. I good. know. <laughs> All right, I got three more. I got a blackberry vanilla. How does that sound? A nice blackberry vanilla, kind of like a, a dessert type coffee. Yeah, I think that would work well. Like I said, uh, along the lines of the chocolate raspberry, same, same type of uh, same type of thing. I think that would work in, well in coffee. Man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to communicate with you more often. These, these we're ideas. gonna have to hire you to do our, uh, our <laughs> flavor. Right. All right. So, have you ever had a tea called Lapsang Sushong? Have you ever had that, Eric? No, I haven't. Okay, Stacy, have you ever had it? Uh, no. It's a nope. sh- it's a shocking tea. It's also very popular in the world, but not necessarily in America, and it's very shocking. And the idea is, it actually tastes smoky when you drink it. It it, it literally tastes like a cup of like tea grounds combined with the smell you'd have from a campfire, and you think that wouldn't taste mm. good. And it's shocking when you drink it at first, but then you know what? You drunk like two cups, and you're like, this is unique, and this is good. So. I don't know how that plays upon with a really dark roast or a smoky roast of a coffee bean, but it works for tea. So it's a suggestion, and it's going to be hard to grasp, but I know that the Lapsang Sushong tea is actually fairly popular, and it might work for coffee. That would be cute with, like, a Chippendales campground or campfire type thing. Like, obviously not using Chippendales, but yeah, um, that's Something. cute. Okay. Yeah, we've actually uh, we've we've created roasts, you know, that are like that, that actually have that little bit of earthy, smoky taste to it. So, okay, my last one, and it's it comes from inspiration from my wife because she's a huge fan of this. How about how would we produce the flavor of kettle corn? Hmm. Because kettle corn, I, I like as soon as you grab that bag of kettle corn, the salty, the sweet. But yet, it clearly has that popcorn flavor. I don't think you can bring popcorn into the coffee, but like a kettle corn type flavor. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I actually, I'm a big fan of kettle corn, so uh, but Ooh. I've never thought of it doing it as uh, as coffee. This is like the most productive show I've ever had, Stacy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hang on, I got to write I some just, ideas right now. <laughs> I just love hearing Chris so happy. Like, he's just <laughs> thrilled about this show. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we can make his day. Right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, so, Eric, tell us what's going on with Expedition Roasters right now. What 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 do we need to know uh, about what's going on and what's uh, anything coming down the pike you can sh- share with us? Yeah. Well, our uh, I, we touched on a little bit our two seasonal roasts. Uh, the fall one, which should be out by beginning of September, of course, is the uh, Pumpkin Spice King, mm-hmm. uh, which of course is our pumpkin flavored. And then uh, for our winter blend, which will come out in November, is the happiest brew that ever sailed, which is, of course, the small world themed. And that's the uh, the candy cane uh, peppermint mocha. 
And then, uh, like I said, we've we've got one we're working on. Uh, we're collaborating with with another group. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to reveal that in the upcoming weeks. Um, and then we've got a set of limited edition uh, four set. You can buy them separately, but the, you know they'll they'll go together as a set of four because they're all the same theme. Uh, stepping out of the Disney theme stuff and going to the park down the street. Oh, boom! Park down the street. Stop. Maybe a little magical over there. <laughs> uh, Stacy, he's clearly talking about Gatorland. Just so you know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Some swamp flavored coffee. <laughs> Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask one more question, and then uh, you know we'll let you enjoy your evening. But uh, here's my question. So, have you ever thought about actually having the like a uh, plastic version of the K cups, like the sealed top version? I know we talked about it last time you were on. Because I'm having difficulty brewing with the reusable pod. When I fill it up with coffee, I'll brew six ounces and then I'll brew six ounces again, and the first six ounces come out great. But the next six ounces, it seems like like the ground stick together and then it overflows out of the top. Have you had anybody make that same experience or make that claim? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, you should definitely refill the pods. If you're brewing, you know, another couple ounces on top of it, don't, don't reuse the same grinds. Um, but we had, we actually, when we started out, we actually did only do K cups. Uh, we got away from them because they're really expensive to produce. And, you know, the, the customer is really paying for the cardboard box and, the plastic and you know mm-hmm. containers of the of the K cups themselves and getting very little coffee out of it. Okay, that would make sense, you know, because I I know that even when you go to the store, you can buy a pound of coffee, or now it's like twelve ounces and it's five bucks. But to get way less, eighteen cups worth or twelve cups worth, it's like nine dollars. So I, I know just simple mathematics and economics show me that it's, it's way more expensive when you're paying for that packaging. I always thought, though, I like to drink 12 ounces of coffee in the morning, and I, I, I know I could simply just brew a 10-ounce cup and probably get it, but like, <laughs> like, I can't get it out of my mind's eye. I need 12 ounces of cup to start my day. Uh, so, Anyways, Stacy, you have anything else for, uh, for our buddy here? No, this has been really, really great. Thank you so much for all your time and sharing your craft with us. Oh, no, it's been great. Love coming on talking with you guys. Eric, how can people get in contact with you, or how can they learn more about your coffee? Uh, well, come visit us at uh, expeditionroasters.com, and we've got plenty of uh, news articles on there on how to make, you know, now, of course, it's hot. You're talking about the heat wave, how to make uh, iced coffee at home as well as cold brew, and, uh, you know, other articles on how to make a good cup of coffee as well as uh, take a look at all our, uh, our themed coffees. And then you can always find us on social media. It's at Expedition Roasters, except on Twitter, it's Expedition Roast. Excellent. Okay, so for my buddy... Eric, and for my uh, really good friend Stacy and my really good friend Peter, we'd like to thank you for downloading and listening, and we hope you have a great day. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>